0: hallelujah father we thank you for what you did yesterday thank you for financial greatness thank you for revelation thank you for transformation i ask that as we get into your word the god's word let there be impartation let this be the least will ever be in jesus mighty name somebody shouted amen i'm thinking of um Getting closer to us, Amen. Let's get seated. Praise God. Thank you very much. I mentioned yesterday that um, if you look at Jesus' ministry, um, he spent most of the time teaching his disciples, and they produce results. Uh, you could count the number. Oh, sorry. I appreciate Pastor and his wife. Let's put a hands for Pastor Dyer and Pastor Bola. I did it yesterday, amen, but some people are just coming for the first time. So, Pastor Ruti Mibolaji, our dear friend, thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. And our pastors, thanks for coming. Thanks for honoring us. Uh, We believe that the little we're going to be learning will add to what we have, and we'll we'll all turn out better in Jesus' name. Okay, Jesus did much more teaching his disciples uh, more than praying for them, okay. We have a generation of people that like to just receive the miracle, which is not bad uh, when you know hands are laid on you and you can receive a miracle. But it is wisdom that sustains the miracle. So you can go to a meeting and get healed if you don't work on your healing, I mean, on your eating habits and the way you handle your body in the next six months or one year, you might be back on that lane for you to be prayed for again. The same thing for finances. Uh, A miracle cannot come. They pray for you and then a breakthrough happens. But if you don't understand how finances work, uh, you will need prayers again. So that's why the Bible says wisdom is the principal thing. Uh, Not prayer in that sense. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom and with all getting, get understanding. So I said I will do a bit of that. We started yesterday on achieving financial greatness we looked at Deuteronomy 8 can we run back there quickly, Deuteronomy 8 Deuteronomy 8 verse um, 7 for the Lord thy God bringeth thee into a good land somebody say good land A land of brooks of water, of fountains, and depths that spring out of valley and hills, a land of wheat and barley and vines and fig trees and pomegranates, a land of oil, olive, and honey, a land wherein thou shalt eat bread without scarceness. Thou shalt not lack anything. Tell your neighbor no more lack. Okay, a land whose stones are iron, out of whose hills thou mayest dig brass. When thou hast eaten and at full, then thou shalt bless the Lord thy God for the good land which had given. The, beware that thou forget not the Lord thy God in keeping his commandments and his judgments and his statutes which I commanded this day. Lest when thou hast eaten and had full and hast built goodly houses. You will build houses. You will buy properties. Not just in this place all over the nation. In Asia. In Europe. Everywhere. In the name of Jesus Christ. You know, scriptures ought to become pictures to you. I mean... Your parents might promise you things and you can't believe it. Your government might make some resolutions and might not work, but we can stand on God's word. Oh, Amen. He said you shall build goodly houses. That means the Holy Ghost even knows that some houses are not good. We've had some uh, buildings collapse in Lagos in recent times. So you will build goodly houses. Amen. And dwell there. That means you will enjoy the fruits of your labor. Verse 13 which was what we Stayed on a bit yesterday. And when thy herds and thy flocks multiply. And thy silver and thy gold is multiplied. And all that you have is multiplied. And we try to do some mathematics of uh, multiplication. We said 3 plus 3 equals to 6. But 3 times 3 equals to 9. 6 plus 6 equals to 9 times 9. 12 plus 12 equals to? 81 times 81. 24 plus 24. Now 6, 5. Can somebody do that quickly? 6,005 times 6,005. What? 43 million. Just look at the difference between addition and multiplication. So in the school of financial greatness, God deals with multiplication. So you can find a believer at a particular time. And by the time you see him in two years' time, you... Can't recognize him. The same way 43 million is so far from number three. You wonder how. I met this guy two years ago. I knew his ministry. I knew his business. I knew his family. What happened? Multiplication. Somebody say multiplication. And that's what you should believe. That should be your expectation. And then in verse um, 17, he says, um, And thou say in thine heart, My power and the might of my hand have gotten me this wealth. But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God. For it is he that giveth thee power to that he may establish his covenant which is swear unto thy fathers at, as it is this day. So it's clear that for God to establish his covenant in your life, in my life, uh, it, the, the proof of that establishment is covenant wealth. Not just praying in tongues. So I believe every Christian ought to grow wealthy if you are the seed of Abraham. And in Christ, we have inherited the blessing of Abraham. And your expectation determines your experience. If you don't see it, you never get it. Your thoughts create, your thoughts uh, become magnet for the things you are thinking about. Desire is a magnet. Desire is what? A magnet. When you thoroughly desire something from scripture, you begin to magnetize those things practically. So when you study God's word, it creates certain desires. in For instance, I mentioned yesterday, you shall build goodly houses. For some people, maybe nobody has ever built any house in your lineage. As you begin to develop that scriptural desire, God begins, you, I mean, you begin to attract all it takes to build it. It could be promotion at work. It could be a property business you will start. But whichever way, it's going to come to pass. Now, I, I tell people, like, like, we're here now. We have all kinds of stations here. You know, we have CNN here. We have CNN here. We have OGTV here. We have all the FM's here, isn't it? Uh, what FM's we have in Alberta here? Rock City FM. Uh, which one again? Paramount. They're all here. But you see, when you tune your gadget... The one that sounds is the, is the frequency you tune to. That they are all there does not mean it belongs to you. But the frequency you tune your gadget to is the one that you pull. So if you put it on Paramount FM, you will hear Rock City. The same thing for TV. The channel you put on your TV is what shows up. Right? So if you put on OG TV, you can't be watching CNN. Every human being is a gadget. Your thinking sets your frequency. So your thinking determines what you sound. Or what appears in your life. That's why Solomon summarized it by saying, um, as a man, think it. That's how you'll be. You're thinking. So when you start thinking of poverty, thinking of slavery, thinking of I cannot make it, that is what you will pull. But when you see yourself as a provider, you see yourself as a distributor, you see yourself as being blessed to be a blessing, that is what you, when we are growing up, a lot of people depend on their uncles. My uncle will give me this. My uncle will pay my school fees. I realize that when God is sending the resource to that family, he goes to your uncle. Because it's the uncle that has chosen to be the basket. So it goes to him, and you go and collect from him. The moment you now determine to be the storehouse, there will be a change. So currency flows in the direction of those who have taken responsibility. Glory to God. Glory to God. Anyone you see as the one, they are the one. They will still be the one. And you will still be on the floor. But the day you make a decision to be a blessing, that means. In this family, I will be a distributor. Me, in this church, I will be a giver. Then you have changed your frequency and then you begin to attract what it takes to become it. Thoughts are things. So all these scriptures is to help you see. He said, when your silver and your gold is multiplied, when your herds and your flock... And multiplication literally changes your status. When our church started many years ago, we're just like seven people, maybe seven and a half. Half. Some people that not you know, some people you see them once on Sunday, you see them on so That's half. But multiplication. So see multiplication in your business, in your future, in your finances. So we're now looking at what are the keys to multiplication. We mentioned um, number one, law of financial increase is parental honor. Can we quickly go to Ephesians 6? I just felt we should read those places. I didn't have time to do that yesterday. I was just, you know, Ephesians 6. 1 to 3. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Ephesians 6, 1 verse 2 says, Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with your business, well with your health, well with your family. If, it's, if you don't honor them, it will not be well. And you can't use prayer to change it. That's what the manual says. <laughs> you know, wisdom reduces unnecessary effort. Somebody abuses his mother. He now goes to Orioke to be binding the, the devil. And the manual says, before you go to Orioke, take care of your mother. Maybe you might not even need to go to Orioke. Because it will be well with you. People don't like to follow the simplicity of the manual. They like to go through the complex one. I'm fighting the devil. this. Honor thy father and your mother. It will be well. And I saw it many years ago. When people do bad, they will say, long life. And uh, it's a wish. It doesn't mean to happen. It only occurs when you do what the manual says. So I tell people from every of your earnings. No matter how small it is, your parents must drink from it. No matter how small it is, you're earning 15000 even if it's two five, let it enter your parents' hand. It's that blessing that creates multiplication. Glory to God. They, when they pronounce on the 25 you're 15, we move to 30. And then as God increases you, you bless them more. And then you see how they're going to a greater heights. that curses his father or his mother his lamp shall be put out in obscure darkness. The way you respond to your parents determines how your destiny turns out. I know you are baptizing the Holy Ghost. I know you are a worker in church. But this is what this manual says. That how you respond to your mom, how you respond to your dad, there will be times Satan will try to set you up by creating all kinds of attacks. When those things show up like that dodge it. Wisdom demands that you dodge it. You escape it. Don't say, how can my mom behave like that? You're begin beginning to fight her. You are troubling your future. And when a man's life is not blessed, money can never flow. You can have PhD. You can be a first class student and be suffering. It is the blessing of the Lord that make it rich. and majority of those blessings are channeled through authority figures. They are distribution channels. Parents have their own distribution channels. Your pastors, your spiritual parents, is another distribution channel. So what covenant people do is to service those channels well so that those blessings can flow and the person automatically becomes rich. Glory to God. And then we talk about mind your language. Death and life are the power of the tongue. The way you speak determines whether you grow wealthy or not. And I like the word pastor used this morning, exponential. You need to work on your vocabulary, particularly in the school of wealth. How do you say, what do you say about your business? Are you growing in a super way? Or, nah, so, so? you know, as business, nah, so, so. As you say, it will become. Words constitute a creative force. So when they ask you, are you, how are you? I'm super blessed. Can we have some words this morning? Say satisfaction. Say abundance. Say overflow. Say multiplication. Magnificent. Extraordinary. Uncommon. Greatness. Those are things you say about your children. Your health. Then in particular, your finances. I'm super blessed. I live in the overflow. That's our theme for this month in our church. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runneth over. God is always the God of overflow. It's not just enough. It's more than enough. So you you need to like such words like prosperity, plenty, overflow. overflow. And he showed me from Genesis to Revelation how it's not just enough. It's more than enough. When he fed the 5,000 people... He said, and they gathered the remnant. They still had 12 baskets remaining. That is more than enough. It started with five loaves of bread and two fish, and then when multiplication hit it. It was enough, and then more than... enough. there was a time a king in Scripture, I think it in, in Chronicles, when they were carrying the spoils of the land, they were carrying it three days. It was too much. Too much. Too much. So God is too much. You know, I, I, I was preaching on that um, frequency one day. I said... Some of you are looking for a job. The next prayer point will be with job to pick. By reason of multiplied opportunities. I mean, I mean, oh, you are trusting God for a husband or wife. The problem will not be, okay, Samuel has come. Jonathan has come. Bola has come. Lord, which one? Moving from not enough to more than enough. And one girl came after some few weeks. that pastor, I thought she had a problem. Said, These are two letters of... Um, employment. One from beverage industry and now from telecoms. I've been thinking for the last one week, I don't know which one to pay. This is a good problem. Amen. That's the God that is more than enough. From looking for a job for years to now having several because your thinking determines your experience. Your thinking. God is more than enough. He said, my cup runneth. Off. I said, God, why is the thing running over? Why is it not just full?" He said, ah, I need to sign That the overflow is my signature. To prove that God is not a man. You call it waste. I call it overflow. Because where it's coming from is too much. Glory to God. You will see overflow this second half. I said you will see overflow this second half. Where there was nothing. The blessing of overflow will overtake you. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive it in the name of Jesus. God will sign on your situation. Glory to God. I've always believed that churches should have overflow. The place should be filled up and people sitting outside. Because when you understand the blessing of Abraham, there is no container on earth that can keep it. Not one. It's always overflowing. Overflow of clients, overflow of members, overflow of resources, of opportunities. The client, I, mean, we pre- I preached two months ago, and one guy, the business had been stagnant for a long time. He came for manifestation service. And he said, we finished on Sunday night by Tuesday morning, 6 a.m. The phone was hot. All kinds of calls coming in. In fact, by Thursday, he had to stop receiving calls because he couldn't meet up with the demand. Someone that nothing was happening for weeks. And now, it's so much that he had to be careful not to disappoint people because he, was, he said he had to do night vigil upon night vigil to meet up with opportunities. That is overflow. It's coming your way. It's coming your way. So like those words, overflow, you said over your life, my cup runneth over, my academics running over of results, running over, running over, running over, running over. He said when we give, it shall be given back to us, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and what? So when you give, that should be your expectation, not just enough, more than. Some of you are here, you look at your wardrobe now and... To pick a good cloth to wear is wahala. Before the end of this year, the problem will be which good one should I pick for this Sunday? Yeah. I can't hear your amen. Yeah. I can't hear your amen. Yeah. You just look at this one is good. This one is good. This one is good. You'll be calling your friend. You call your husband. Which one? I have that problem now. <laughs> I give out clothes. They come back in droves. And sometimes to pick which shoe. Sometimes you even overpick and mis- miscolor it. Because sometimes, you know, you're just you want to pick that one. Okay. But it didn't start like that. I remember when I was still in university, I had one shoe. Was it was it? Hmm. The shoe was horrible. Was horrible. I was walking to visit somebody one day, and as I moved, I discovered that one leg became lighter. And <laughs> I look back, I now saw that the shoe left. You know, just, ah, and the soul was still waiting. I just ran back and put the soul inside. Oh. All the trousers we were wearing those days, you know, it was 100% cutting when we bought them. After I on fellowship with it, it was 15% cutting. Very, very thin. You have removed all the blessings inside. Glory to God. And we talked about giving. Given generosity. I want to expand on that a bit and then we we'll have another point. I will pray. Given. Given is the key to increase. I'm grateful to God. I got that on time in my Christian work. The Libra soul shall be made fat. And he that watereth shall himself be watered. When you are stingy, you have no future. I mean, if you close your house like this, of course, they can't get what you have, but you can't receive. And it's the liberal soul, not the liberal hand. Real giving starts from your heart. Heart. You, you, you start, you, you are liberal from the heart before the hand opens. Glory to God. And then the other dimension is this. Jesus did not say the seed is actually money. No. He said the seed is the word of God. So in the school of prosperity, what you are hunting for is the manifestation of what God said. But that word cannot manifest until you do what you are told to do. But the real thing is the word. Look at Malachi 3. Let's just do a bit of exploration quickly. Malachi 3. Because you don't get carried away with the money in your hand. Thank God for that. We'll talk about that in a, in, a, in a little while. But the real harvest. You know, he said, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word, blah, blah, blah. He said in verse 14, and the word became flesh. What you are hunting for is to see scripture become you, life. But that's what they call testimony. When a verse becomes your experience, that this thing was written in uh, Matthew 6 verse 10. Now, Matthew's verse 10 is now my touchable, seeable, handleable experience. That is Christianity. When scriptures become your life, when they want to describe a verse, they now say, "Eh, that guy. That's the word become flesh. You are hunting for it. When that happens, (laughs) Matthew 6, Matthew 3, sorry. Sorry, Malachi 3. Malachi 3. Malachi 3, verse 6, quickly. So it's the word you are hunting for, the manifestation of the word. So anytime you are giving your tithe, it is that word you proclaim on it. Don't just say, Lord, this is my tithe. No, no, you are you are doing the tithing based on the word. So you now want that word to manifest. That has been my experience. The day God showed me um verse 6 said from the lord i change not therefore ye sons of jacob are not consumed even from the days of your fathers you are gone away from my ordinance and I have not kept them return unto me and i will return unto you said the lord of hosts but you said where shall we return will a man rob god yet you are robbing the, uh, but you say where have we robbed the he said In tithes and what so there are all kinds of offerings when people talk about malachi they think it's only about tithe no there is tithe and there are offerings even there are all kinds of tithes. That is the first fruit that people do. There are different kinds of seeds. Okay, now verse 9 says, You are cursed with a curse, for you have robbed me even this whole nation. Verse 10, bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse. You pay your tithe where you worship. Not to a television ministry. You can send seeds to a television ministry because they are a blessing to you. You can bless an evangelist to do crusade, but your time comes to the storehouse where you are fed and where you are cared for. Most Christians mismanage it. That's why they don't get any harvest. Instead of carving out an extra seed for Benny Hinn's ministry, they now try to do bobo in one, you know? And try to, you know... You know, I tell people, sir, that if you're in school, you know, we have departmental fees, or those maybe in uh, psychology department, that's a, that's a fee you pay. If you don't pay your school fees, and you sort out all those departmental fees, developmental fee. now many people do it. They say, I give to the less privileged. I bless my pastor, but they are not tithers. If they send your name to get out of the school, you are out. The other fees become meaningful when you are a student. After you have paid your school fees, He there's already going to to his house, he now saw a widow whose uh, Nepal pole is bad, PACN pole. He now said, uh, and he was holding his own PACN money. He now used it to help her. And then the light was restored. He now gets to his own house. He now saw Nepal there. He said, You're owing. said, But I've helped a woman. Uh. Your own connection is you pay your own first. Tithing is covenant connection. You cannot do the others. That's when those others flourish. Understand how it works. Titan is the law of the first. Now, verse 10 it says, Bring you all the tithes of the storehouse that there may be meat in mine house, and do what? Prove me now here with host. If I will not open you the what? Windows of heaven. Open heavens. That is me. When I'm holding my tithe, I worship you, Lord, with my tithe. And I thank you because heaven and earth may pass away, but not one jot of your will pass. I receive open heavens over my life, over my family. Open. When your heavens are open, the hearts of men will be open to you. It's the key to the flow of favor. And you need favor for currency to flow. See, when you, you can have a proposal that is finer than Gates, If the hearts of men don't open to you, you will never make any sale. You know, the Bible says, Lydia, whose heart the Lord opened to Apostle Paul. And when her heart was open, she did she forced Apostle Paul to eat. When God opens the heart of a client to you, of a business to you, nobody can stop flourishing. But that only happens when God's own has opened. That's why tithing is the master key to earthly favor. Open heavens and pour you out a blessing. Now that blessing I mentioned yesterday is an empowerment on your life. Have you ever seen car drop from heaven before? That God is blessing somebody, with would have a say. Now let ca-. no 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 no. He, you know, if you have somebody in U.S. for instance, an American citizen, white, non Nigerian, that went there. When they send you money, they send in their currency, right, sir? You now convert it to what you can use. God is a spirit. When he's sending you money. He sends it spiritually. They call it ideas, concepts, strategies. Do you understand me? When it now comes to you, you will now convert it. Givers are super intelligent people. On their business, they just know what to do. If you ask them, I just know what to do. I just, and it worked. A pastor that tithes knows what to do for the church to grow. It is in the implementation of those things that come from God that money comes in. Do you understand me, sir? Here's the technology. A businessman that is a tither. When God wants to give him harvest, some ideas will come to his heart. Some strategies. And as he begins to implement that strategy, that business expands. And as that business expands, more monies come in. For me as a pastor... When we tithe, even our church is a tithing church, somehow, I just know what to do when you're praying in tongues, when you're praying the Holy Ghost, you are downloading the text message and the emails he sent to you as you harvest. You now come. okay, let the church do this now, the next month. In all those ideas, it looks ordinary. Let the church do this Children's church like that. And every time we do that, church now doubles. When church doubles, gold and silver multiplies. But when you trace it, you can tell that it was so... So, so if you are not a tighter, if your heavens are closed, you will be a struggler on the earth. You will be taking the wrong step. You will be mismanaging the business. You know, reading books doesn't make a man wise. Because in the book of Proverbs, it says, wisdom comes from the mouth of God. When you read a book, it is divine interpretation that makes you wise. You can read 100 books and still be a bit foolish. And somebody else whose heavens are open can read one book and his entire ministry changes. Open heavens. Open heavens. Tell your neighbor, open heavens. Oh, glory to God. Open heavens. Now he says, okay, and there shall not be enough room to... That is overflowing again. Cannot contain it. Verse 11, I will rebuke the devourer for you. Are you there? And he shall not destroy the fruit of your ground. Neither shall your vine cast a fruit before the time in the field. said The devourer is Satan. The devourer is who? Uh-huh. If you are not a tither, the devourer will play on your life. And I tell people in our church, everybody tithes, but not everybody does it to God. If you refuse to give him his 10%, Satan will collect 25. Plus vat. Assess charge. Service charge. Car will be spoiling every day. Children will be sick every two two weeks. The one you are trying to hold, he will collect it. So it's so. so, so. so I, don't, I don't like tithing. No problem. Satan is a devourer. He will forcefully take it from your hand. When you are a tither and you declare God's word on your life, that the devourer is rebuked for my sake, you find that irrelevant expenses disappear. I've seen people in our church that say hey, they don't tithe, and they confess themselves. Just be driving to work, car with boy. Little, little bagger here and there. He now says, I'm earning so much. But he can't show because the devourer collects much more. So you keep Satan's mouth shut over your life. In fact, tithing is a form of prayer. When I hold it in heaven, I say, Lord, the devourer is rebuked for my sake. Every activity of destruction is far from me. This is my covenant insurance. And you find that every day you are moving out, it's always a close shave. It never happens. That's the blessing. But remember, it's the word of God. Hallelujah. He said, It shall not destroy the fruit of your ground. Look at verse 12. And all nations shall call you, and you shall be a delightsome land, said Lord of hosts. How many of us like ice cream here? I mean, we might not take it, but you like it. Okay, how many of us hate ice cream? Hate. You hate ice cream. You don't like it at all. Okay. Well, it's one in a thousand. So we win. Amen. Now, I don't take it too much because of, I mean, it's not too good for your health. But when God showed me Delight Some Land, that was where I saw it. I was a young Christian. I remember those ice cream, the right sweet delight. So when I saw Delight Some. The way I saw it is when you are a tither, your life will be Delight Some. Just like a rose, you know, a beautiful flower. You can't see it and say you hate it. When you are a tighter, God decorates you. And when people see you, you say, I like that family. I like that ministry. Salary cannot do that. Never. Only God can cover your nakedness. One of the greatest of blessings of tithing is God making you a delightsome land. Another version says a land sparkling. So you find that the man's health is coming out, he's looking fresh. The children are developing divine, and people just see God's glory, like in the Garden of Eden, covering you. You can be earning one million per month and be ugly. Somebody else can be earning 45,000 and be blessed. I've seen it a lot. Good skin, good language. Children have been taught of the Lord. And people like, I like to be like that church. I like to be like that family. This was what I was, I used to prophesy on my tithe for years. And then the fruits are showing now. And I just like your church. I just like your wife, the way she looks, the way they dress. I like your family. And I saw it like ice cream. Sweet delight. Because when I was growing up, we didn't have so much money. So ice cream was luxury. So delight song for me meant you will be attractive. Isaiah 58. Quickly. Isaiah 58 verse 6. I just want to pour out my heart. Because these are things... We apply and it works. Another major channel, apart from your tithe, is blessing the less privileged. We call it consider the poor, blessing the needy. If you understand it, you will flourish. Apart from your tithe, I I encourage ministries to always organize something for those in need regularly. We have done it. Crazily, it's one key to greatness. In fact, if you study Cornelius' breakthrough in Acts, he said, your prayers and your arms have come up as a memorial. Now, send men to Joppa. In those days, apostles were not allowed to talk to Gentiles. But God broke that protocol. In fact, he told Peter, I have sent one man, when he comes, accept him. That's divine connection. But I studied it. He said, your prayers and your arms have come up as a memorial. Memorial. So every time you bless the less privileged, there is a record. One day, when God is looking for which ministry to lift, which family to bless, you will be top on the list. Because in the history of Christianity, Cornelius' household was the first Gentile family that the gospel came into, and they spoke in tongues. But we pray. In fact, as at that time, Cornelius was fasting. So, fasting, praying, and blessing the poor is a powerful three cycle application that unleashes your destiny. And Jesus confirmed it in Matthew chapter 6. The first part says, When thou doest thy arms, don't let your left hand know. Ba 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 ba. That said, And your father that seeth you in secret will reward you well. I saw it. I was reading it. And your father that seeth you in secret he will reward you. I said, Secret. He said, Look at it again. Open. Open. Secret investment. Open glory. When you see a Christian shining, those are the secret investments they do. When you are blessing those in need, don't blow your trumpet. Let it be as unto the Lord. And your God that sees you. We were in South Sudan two years ago Our church. I was there myself. We took relief package. We, Ghana must go like 20 bags. And raw dollars. Because a Christian nation. And want to encourage them. And I was there myself. When I got to the airport, they fought us that, you can't say you brought these things to bless people. You are Nigerian. You people will like selling things. I said, No, I'm a man of God. I'm, I came to bless. We took a lot of wala with the customs of that country. They let us go. We went to some orphanages and blessed them. They had no electricity. I saw orphans, 100 of them, no shoes, nothing. We went to the market in that same town and bought stuff for them. 100, no brushing, no teeth. So we went to the market again, toothpaste and brush, give them again. Went to the, uh, uh, that's Juba, that is the uh, uh, capital. Because the village we went to was four hours from the capital to buy generator for them. Brought it to the orphanage and I, I, we got electricians to electrify the place and then connect and then send them money for diesel or petrol so they can see electricity. And then we took a lot of, um, you know, Bernie, all those, um, that is my, if my children can be watching Tom and Jerry, let them know that it's Tom and Jerry's safe. People don't shine by mistake. Your father that here you in secret. In Coma Hills, many people don't know that most of the staff of those schools in Coma Hills today are paid from Bishop Boydibu's pocket. Teacher, cleaner apart from the boreholes, the dog, more than almost 10 or 20 for the land. Ministries don't explode by chance. We do a lot in that line and it's a major key. Look at Isaiah 58 verse 6. Is not this the fast that I've chosen to lose the bands of wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens? Are you there? And to let your press go free and that you break every yoke. Now look at verse 7. Is it not to Thy bread to thee. And thou bring the poor that are cast out of thy house. And when thou seest the naked that you do what? And you hide not thyself from your family members. <laughs> That's what that means. Now, you see, I told you that this Bible is manual. If you do verse 6 and 7, then you will see verse 8. In fact, any time you are studying and you now see then, that means there is a foregoing. That means if I feed the hungry. Clothe the naked. Help people with accommodation. Verse 7 says, verse 8, sorry. He said, Then shall thy light break forth. You will break forth. You will break forth. Your business will break forth. Your family will break forth. So instead of going to a and be saying, Lord, help me to break forth. Help me to break forth. Why not package something for those in need? You see, wisdom is better than strength okay, for three days. Family's okay. is okay. is okay. Give me breakthrough. Give me breakthrough. And this manual says if I feed the hungry, clothe the naked, then my light shall break forth. Ah. Bless the day I saw it. Break forth. As what? The morning. You know the way it is? In the night, when you are done, the light breaks out of the darkness. So when a ministry is in the dark, nobody knows the name of the ministry, anybody? Thank you. And you do those things, God will bring it out. Businesses that did not nobody knew the name of the product, when this on rests on it, it becomes what people know. This is how we operate scriptural technology. Amen. So when you are stingy, you have no future. If you have two shirts, take one, bless somebody with it. I give almost every day to somebody in need when I saw this. Then shall the light break forth as the moon. Are you there? And thine health shall spring forth. And thy righteous shall go before thee. The glory of the Lord will be your real God. One of the keys to protection is blessing the poor. Now, that, that glory, when the uh, Jews left Egypt, the Egyptians were after them. Eh? God now put a cloud of glory between them. Listen very well. <laughs> By day, that cloud was darkness to the Egyptians. The glory that was demarcating them created a distance that the more the Egyptians were running after them, the further they were. So when he says, the glory of the Lord shall be your real God, he said, no matter how much they chase you on, because I bless those in need, I shall do it till I die. If you have your way as ministries, have another percentage for it, even if it's two and a half percent. And then by the leadings of the Holy Ghost, you look out for widows in the church, Some widows around, and then as a pastor, when you are distributing it, you now pray this prayer over your family, over the church, and check that church, check that business in one year. Because when you are prospering and the enemy comes in, they can spoil the prosperity. But this one is a guarantee that as you are breaking forth, the glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. Verse 9. Then shall thou call, and the Lord shall what? And thou shalt cry, and shalt say, Here I am. If thou take away from the midst of thee the yoke, the putting out of the finger, and speaking vanity, if thou draw out, look at verse 10 again, if thou draw thy soul to the hungry and satisfy the afflicted soul, then, 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 then shall thy light rise. You will rise. I say, You will rise. If there's a curse of mediocrity on your lineage, this is the way to break it to pieces. It's like your light will rise out of obscurity. You know, we, our seed to the less privileged in our church is called Club 58. It's drawn from Isaiah 58. It's a major part. We may not have all the time in our church to do Na'vi Jizu, but our people don't die anyhow. It's revelation that makes a difference. People don't fall sick anyhow in our church because when we put, there was flood in Delta State last year, we, we took like two trailers. If you see mattresses, bags of rice, after they packed it and it was full, I came in the night, open it, and then open Isaiah 58. Lord, thank you for this church. And I began to prophesy on the church. It is better to do that than to waste stupid time in fasting that will not work. Now, Fasting is right. Prayer is right. But it only works when you have operated the manual. And when our stuff got there, they said we are the first person outside Lagos that will bring such amount of, they did not even believe it. Say from a church or from Lagos State government. Say from a church, not Lagos State government. for the adults, close for babies. But you see, you do it by revelation, not by, uh, you know, people give to the poor out of sentiment. You don't, you, anything that you don't do by faith never works. That's what I'm showing you from God's word. You can be given to help people, but if it's done out of uh, it doesn't make it, you know, that's the emotions. You are, you are tithing by faith. You are blessing the less privileged by faith. And he that comes to God must believe that he is and a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So you are doing it diligently. When I get home, there's this house beside my house. They have security men. I don't know them. When I'm eating, and I send to them almost every day. I don't know them I'm in anywhere. They give I get cake, like cake. My house is caked. You know, sometimes you can get ten, sometimes three. I can't eat everything. But those guys don't have access to cake. So and I eat a little, I don't even need to eat too many cake. It's not good for your health. But they, if they eat too much, don't, they don't even have it. It doesn't affect them. So we send it to them. We send it to them, and they, was, they are not my security men, no. But they are creations of God. That's why US is ever prosperous. When they all, we always collect. Even the one we collect, we steal. The liberal soul. Pakistan is not really a friend of US. But they still send them aid in billions of dollars. When you are a consumer, you don't have a future. You must become a distribution channel. You must become a distribution channel. You must send some of your cousins to school. You must, you must make somebody's life better. And when God sees that you are ready, you now become a big channel. He begins to send you amazing... There are people that have graduated from school that we sent to school on global impact scholarships came. Primary school, secondary school, university. Based on this revelation. <laughs> oh my God. Look at verse 10. If thou draw out thy soul to the hungry and satisfy the afflicted soul, then shall thy light rise in obscurity. And thy darkness will do what? A sudden change of status. Verse 11. And the Lord shall do what? Guide. And he too will now satisfy your soul in drought. And make fat your bones. And you shall be like a watered garden. Oh God. And like a spring of water. Your waters will not fail. Your waters will not fail. Madam, when you see a garden that is well watered, it's ever beautiful. Check any garden, any hotel, anywhere. If it's properly watered, you want to sit on it and take snacks it's ever beautiful and ever green the leaves of a tree represents you if your if your leaves begin to fade your destiny is fading off so he said you shall be like a watered garden so when you hold your seed to the less, during christmas don't let your family be the only one to do christmas if you are buying chicken you have capacity buy about two extra to bless that family that has need let them do christmas because of you and then you now become like a watered garden whose waters fail not. Water makes a plan to succeed. So God is saying, Whatever we make you to succeed, so you shall be like you know, in literature, say as bold as a lion. So when he says you shall be like a well watered garden, whose waters fail not, water is almost the major singular factor. That helps that plant to grow. So he's saying you to not, whatever we make you to, to be okay in this life, it will be supplied. It could be money, it could be opportunity, it could be health. Say so you shall be like a well-watered garden whose waters fail not. So when I saw it, ah, uh, and then to cap it up in the New Testament, just I said, even when we get to heaven, some will not make it because of this. He said, when I was hungry, you did not feed me. Hey. That means he sent you more than for yourself. Do you understand me? He wouldn't have told me that when I was naked, he didn't clothe me if he sent me one shirt. Because you can't have to be naked in that sense. That's immoral. So that means you sent me more than one delick of rice. That means by divine ordination, you you have to have extra. And that's the reason for the blessing of overflow. You now remove that overflow part, all those other parts, and start distributing. In fact, Jesus said, gather the remnant. Let nothing be wasted. So at the next crusade, we have 12 baskets to start from. Now we only have five loaves of bread and two fish. See how we're able to feed 5,000. When we start with 12 baskets, you can't tell where we can get to. Do you understand that? So you avoid waste. Many of you should get to your wardrobe today. Any shirt, some shirts that you don't like it's a breakthrough for somebody else. Some shoes, I said, you know, it's old. It's another breakthrough. Put it in shape, polish it. Look for somebody by the Spirit and give him. And when you give them, don't go and be announcing in church. See that shoe? It's from our family. Nonsense. You have received your reward. That's what the Bible says. I said, see that lady? He like that dress she's wearing? A minimal shirt, Hallelujah. So in the school of giving, when you place money in the hands of a prophet, it multiplies. The widow of Zarephath said, I have just a meal to eat and die. Elijah said, no problem, but make for me first. Little becomes much in the hands of a prophet. Little becomes much in the hands of a prophet. One of the keys to multiplication is prophetic hands. And I learned that on time. When I was on campus, I used to send three hundred dollars to my pastor. Sorry, naira to my pastor. Three hundred naira. Now he's in something else. Three hundred naira. Remember, someone was in our church some three um, years ago or four years ago. We gave him ten thousand pounds just for coming on Sunday morning to say we love you, and we do regularly. And I tell them, sir, little becomes much in the hands of a prophet. When that widow placed it in the hands of that prophet, he said their cruise of oil did not go dry. They had enough to eat in famine. Even the prophet was still eating there. And the woman was still eating. And the soul was still eating. But if she had said, no, you wicked pastors. Munecookbo. You said, I should make for you first. You're a wicked man of God. They would have died. So there be times, God will ask you to place certain seed in the hands of a man of God. As led by the spirit. Not the one that will shout on you. You will be led. Okay? Though Elijah requested... So there will be times that a man of God can be led of the Spirit to raise an offering. If you feel he's led, be a part of it. But if you know that it's something else, don't be a part of it. That's why we have the Holy Ghost. Because some prophets are abusing that now. They just said to me, Hebrews 7, 7, $77. You know? Now, If it's by the Spirit, you will pick it up. But if you feel it's calo-calo, don't do it. It won't work. That's why we have a New Testament order. You are led by the Holy Ghost. You know, God said, I have commanded the raven to feed you. But you realize that when the prophet got there, there was no instruction. The instruction was in the prophet's mouth. So there are times that God will place the instruction in the mouth of a prophet that people should give a particular thing for a project. And God will bless them. But the other times are on your own. The Holy Ghost will prompt you that this morning you have, is enough, go and place it in the hand of this man of God. I have done it over the years. I have been blasted and blessed. You place it in their hands. And they bless it. It multiplies in your hand. Those are giving channels that creates multiplication. Teach your children to give. Teach your spouses to give. Givers always go high. You give cheerfully. You give in faith. And you give consistently. Don't type in January go sabbatical till uh, June ending. It never works that way. You do it consistently. Consistently. And the heavens remain open. And you see the fruits. Glory to God. I know my time is gone, but I want to share something as we close. The major key to prosperity is servanthood. I'll close with that. I will pray. Please, just don't be in a hurry to leave, I beg you. I don't know when next we'll have this opportunity again. In that sense, let me just pour out my heart. Servanthood. You know, we talk about giving, but most people don't know how to collect the harvest. And most of the time, the harvest comes through the work of your hands. But a servant's heart is the key to make that work, work. Because we are not all CEOs. We are not all the heads of the ministry. Most of the time, you'll be working in places as an associate pastor, as a branch pastor, as a manager under somebody. The blessing most of the time is channeled through the authority figures. If Pharaoh does not appoint Joseph as prime minister, you can't just jump and say, God spoke to me. You can't do that. So Pharaoh's heart has to be open. But the heart of men is different from the heart of God. One key that opens the heart of men is hospitality. Ah, you know, Paul said in Hebrews, and to entertain Strangers, forget not. For many have entertained angels unawares. He said, don't be careful how you treat people. You can't tell the angel of harvest. You can't tell whether it's that manager or that person that will recommend you. Look at Joseph in prison. Joseph should have been depressed in prison. When the other guys had problems... He should never have had time for them. What are you going through? Me and my brother sold me. He wasn't selfish. He even went to meet them and said, what is the problem? They said, we had dreams. And he now interpreted the dreams to them. Unknown to him, one of them was the angel that will connect the prime ministerhood. Can you imagine him in that place, seeing them looking depressed and just looking at them? And he might have stayed longer in prison. Never let your moodiness or your temperament keep you from quality service. He said, be instant in season and out of season because you can't tell. Mike Mudok says, somebody is watching you that is capable of blessing you. but well, you may not know. So, hospitality. The man I said to bring water might be the one that will sign a paper tomorrow. But if you are proud, what is it? Water for what? And then you miss the blessing. Many have thrown away heavy harvest. By arrogance. By what? Arrogance. Some have thrown away their husbands. By arrogance. I've seen some ladies in some churches. They treat some men anyhow. Because they don't have cars. They don't even greet them. Because they are too big. Unknown to them. The man that will ask them out. The guy is their friend. And then the guy comes to them and said, Richard, that girl, let you me know, I like her. And you have maltreated Richard. Richard said, What do you say? Who, who, If you go near there, go far from me. If you go, if you go near her, go far from me. What's happened, Richard? She's very rude. And you have thrown away your husband. He said, To entertain angels, I mean, strangers, forget not. For many I mean, you know, when those guys came to Abraham's house, he said, sit down, sit down, sit down. He was running up and down. He said, the wife should bring some things. And those were the angels that brought the message for the Isaac. What if he said, I'm too busy. These are scriptural depths. Many have thrown away harvest because of pride. Some, they are not proud, but they are too lazy to bend, to clean, to submit, to serve. And they throw away destiny. Let me close with that scripture in Genesis twenty-four. Servanthood. I'm not only hands on you today, but if you take what I've shared with you to heart and you apply it, by this time next year, you too, you see your glory coming out. He said, "Heaven and earth may pass. Good luck, Jonathan. May not enter next time. year A- C- may not come, but my word." stay i stay with it i apply it and it answers look at this story and i want every lady in the house in particular to listen verse 12 genesis 24 verse 12 pastor abraham was the greatest man in his day he had only one son isaac he now sent his chief servant to go and look for a wife for that person what other monies are you looking for? What other great... I mean, the wife of Isaac? You are going to inherit everything Abraham had. Both spiritually and materially. Look at verse 12. And he said, O Lord God of my master, that's the servant to Abraham, I pray thee, send me good speed today and show kindness unto my master Abraham. Behold, verse 18, I stand here by the well of water and the daughters... Of the men of the city, come out to draw water, and let it come to pass that the damsel to whom I shall say, "Let down thy pitcher, I pray thee, that I may drink," and that lady shall say, "Drink," and I will give thy camels drink also. Let the same be the one that you have appointed for thy servant Isaac. Thereby shall I know that thou hast shoot kindness to the master. Look at verse fifteen. And it came to pass before he had finished speaking that behold Rebecca came out God will use you as the answer to prayers yeah. Rebecca came out who was born of Bethuel, son of Melchor, wife of Nahor, Abraham's brother with a pitcher upon her shoulder, look at verse 16 and the damsel was very fair to look upon, beauty is not enough but beauty is vain a virgin neither had any man known her and she went down to the world well and filled a pitcher and came out I came up and the servant ran to meet her and said, Let me, I pray, drink a little water. A little water. Look at verse 18. And she said, Drink, my Lord. Courtesy, politeness, attitude. Many wives have lost the favor of their husband like Vashti because they are rude. They don't have to talk to a king. You know, the king said they should call Vashti out to show her before and she refused to come. And they said, if you refuse to come, then you will never come again. In this day of civilization, many Christian ladies in particular, they are losing the blessing. They have makeups, they have everything, but they have no attitude. A, a personality without politeness is a tire, you know tire, without air. You know tire? Tire of the car if there is no air in it, your movement will be a struggle. When they are recommending people, they will say, like, yeah, this lady will never go up. Yet you are talented because you don't have good manners. If they don't treat you at home, let us teach you in church. When you see people, you greet them with your mouth, not with your nose. You can't tell who they are! Now some men are like that. Peter said, "Be courteous. Courtesy is a major part of. Said, Just drink, my lord. She doesn't even know who he is. It's an attitude of politeness, even when you are greeting your parents. cool, kneel down. If you can't get on the lower floor, at least bend it. Let <laughs> me look at the daddy. Dark, dark. You know, <laughs> particularly if that's what your culture says. I mean, some cultures don't say that, but let." Let them know you are... I say, I prostrate. He laughs at me. Stand up, my friend. It's me. It's me. He gives more grace to the humble. More grace. So they can avoid disgrace. But he resists the proud. Nebuchadnezzar said, after 12 months, see what God, see what I've done by my power. God said, your power only gone hell. Okay, no problem. I will send you to school. Seven years of zoology. Thorough, practical. Practical. You will do, ma- you will do P- um, BSc. You will do one and a half years of masters. And then, as you are finishing the PhD, I will check your head. Seven years. A king was eating like an animal. When he came back, I, Nebuchadnezzar, extol. I said, God, he should have started from there then we have seven years of blessings. When you are greeting your pastor, I know you have two cars. You greet your pastor with respect. You honor the unction on his head. All the wives here, I don't care if your husband is an illiterate. You have married him. So nobody You have married him. You honor him. You honor him. You don't go far if your husband has no value before you have married him so don't tell me that something you have married so your attitude matters you know some men give their housemates more money than they give their wives go and trace it is servanthood. the madam of the house is too big where you find honor you will find favor Where you find favor, you will find money. Honor will take you further than your degree. He said, Drink, my Lord. Look at verse 18, sir. He said, Drink, my Lord. And she, what? What's the next word? What's the next word? She hasted. Not that they will send you a message. Some people do that. Your boss is sending you a message and you are, you are complaining. You are wearing, and you are praying to God for promotion. May the angel not slap you in church. And she hates her. She doesn't even know him. Business at the speed of thought. Doing things with speed. You know, exam has to do with speed more than the question. If they give you three days to answer three questions, you might pass. But answer these three questions in three hours. It's the timing that checks your processing. That can you process this answer in three hours? When they give you an assignment, be on time. She hasted. She wasn't dragging her feet. She hasted and led our Peter upon her hand and gave him drink. Look at verse 19. And when she had done giving him drink, who said? Who said? Was it the man that said? Who said? She said will draw waters for thy camels also. Ten camels. Some will see the need after they've done the one they told them. They run away. And they think they are smart. No, it's covenant foolishness. You need to learn to go the extra mile. Even if they don't pay you that day. Your money is coming to you. Everywhere you are walking, when others are running away, be doing it. You are growing in experience. One day it will come to bear. Those are finished. It's 2 p.m. I finished. And you still see some things on ground that might take you to 245. Do it. Do it. She said, Look, look, look. There are few men that can draw water for cameras. Ten cameras. Ten. Each one after that kind of journey. If you see them guzzling water, man, that is, servanthood is hard work. It will stretch you. You will sweat, but you will be made. Ten camels. (laughs) Look at this please, verse 19 again. And when she had done giving them drink, she said, I will draw water for thy camels also until, until they have done drinking. I will do this job well. Verse 20. And she did what again. She hissed and emptied her pitcher into the trough. And ran again. For what? Some Nigerian Christians will do it if they know he's a servant of Abraham. That's Uduaye ministry. It doesn't work. She didn't know who he was. Unknown to her, destiny was at the doorstep. I told people in our church, you can't tell me that's the first time she's been like that when you are rude, when you are uncultured, you might have been escaping with it, but one day you will do it to a place that will damage many things. The same way when you have a servant's heart, when you are given to hospitality, you will be doing it. They might not pay you, but one day you will do it to some place or someone that will pay you all the arrears. This woman is about to get all the arrears. Of the one she was doing at home when other sisters were running away and she was doing that, ah you are the only one doing leave me i will do it now something is at a doorstep and she hasted and emptied her pitcher into the trough and ran again and onto the well of the, water, out of the water and drew for all his camels look at verse 21 and the man wondering at her held his peace to which whether the lord had made his journey prosperous or not i mean it's like saying is can this be true can we still find such sisters in church can, can this be true? And it came to pass, as the camels are done drinking, that the man took what? After the service comes the prosperity. Gold came. <laughs> gold in a ring of half a shekel weight and two bracelets for hands of ten shekels worth of gold. Hallelujah. And said, whose daughter? When they are sacking people in your place, they should find it hard to put your name on the list. Say, whose daughter are you? You're uncommon. You're uncommon. And if you look at it, the rest is history. From that moment, she will never be poor till she dies. Married Isaac, you have spiritual prosperity. You have physical prosperity. And he's the only son of his father that was to inherit everything. But servanthood took her there. The servant did not say, Lord, as I stand here, let the most beautiful girl of the city come out. No, I they, they might be beautiful, but I want to know what, what's inside their heart. I can see the face, but what's inside their heart? This is one major key to prosperity. Even me as a pastor, I consider myself as a servant of Global Impact Ministries. So I preach like I'm serving them food. I do my job like not as a master, but as a servant. That's the only way you prosper. If you have all this mentality of General vasia, Mama, all those nonsense, and you start doing things anyhow, you can't go far. God won't bring people to you. And I'm saying that with all audacity. You are serving them. When I'm counseling them, I see myself as serving them. Because I'm the first employee of that ministry. I'm, they call me their pastor, but I'm an employee. So when I'm even handling their money and everything, I, I'm a steward. A servant's heart. Even Jesus said, I am among you as one that served." So everybody must serve. You are in the technical department. You are not grumbling. When they connect you, don't let your head be... When your head is bigger than your neck, it will fall off. You are in choir they correct you. The time you used to sing is too much. You take correction. Don't stop my money. I will sing again. God, what's, wrong, what's wrong with you? It's my prayer that the person that is capable of promoting you, may that person not be against you. It makes life very difficult. I hope you have been blessed today. Let's rise up on our feet eh?